brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Breaking down the week's news and rumors. The Spanish Announce Table. One hundred sixty nine. T Mac, getting a late one six niner. Yep, man, you're coming in hot. All right, yeah, one sixty nine. T Mac, getting a late start for the new era. Uh, it's about on par for the old era. It's about when we'd be starting the shows usually uh, when we would meet yep. at uh, what will now be referred to as uh, what should we refer to that place now? The dungeon. The dungeon, right? Yeah, where we got stretched and and fondled and <laughs> against our will. Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds like the dungeon. Uh, how was your uh, week since we last spoke there, T Mac? Well, I have a cold, and so I'm sick, and I don't feel good. Uh, I was a judge in a wing competition. Oh. And that was good. A hot wing, comp- hot wing p- competition. Oh, man. There was one that had uh, bacon wrapped on it. Another one had strawberry. It was bright pink, and it was strawberry. It tasted amazing. Uh, I had 10 wings all together, judged them on tenderness, appearance, and taste. And I actually judged the overall winner. Oh, So that man. was cool. I didn't find out which one that was. I left, like, I got a text and they said, hey, man, you judged the overall winner. And I was like, cool. But then I was like, I don't remember all of them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember the numbers anymore. So, yeah, whatever. Like, oh, that but, guy. Right. They were so good. Oh, my goodness. It was great. And then I got sick. And now I've been missing work. Somebody was sick you know, and touching them wings. Something. But I have a head cold. My head's hot. Uh, I got chills. My teeth hurt. Uh, I'm sick to my stomach. It sucks. I have a root canal scheduled for tomorrow. Mmm. Yeah. You buzzed your head too. Yeah. Like well, yesterday I was uh, officially uh, 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 there was a ceremony. I was officially appointed as the commish. <laughs> yeah. So we went and did that. You didn't like it on Facebook because you're not a good friend. So uh, your girlfriend did. What? I didn't see anything. Look, yeah, now you're mad at yourself because you know. Because you know. <laughs> no, I didn't see I, so anything. 60 people liked it, but not Team Mac. Just. Hold on. Just, you know. I feel bad. As for well, myself, you know, uh, go ahead. Well, typically I don't like your stuff because it's all political bullshit. Typically I just don't like your stuff. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I uh, did that. And then um, I've been working a lot on this show, a lot, trying to get. Uh, uh, just trying to better this show and position it for better things. So I've been working pretty heavy. Hold the fuck up. No, you did not post it. Your wife yeah, posted it. Yeah, she posted it, but she tagged me. So Right, but we we aren't friends on no, Facebook. You still see it because Emily saw it. Yeah. Still. She's a better friend to me than you are. Well, then that's, she's a better <laughs> she's a most better things than I am. to the world than you are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, let's, let's just settle that. So you ready to just talk about some wrestling, T-Mac? No, tell me no, tell me about why your day was so bad. You said today was really bad. Tell oh, me man, why. We just had a, a bid, man. It was so damn busy all day long. Like, it didn't take a lunch. I, I worked 10 hours today straight through uh, and, and fast-paced the whole time, like sweating bullets, right? Uh, and then had parent teacher conference afterwards and that ran long because my kids are, you know, you know, they're, they're perfect angels. So, you know, things go real smoothly at those places. Wait a minute. You, you had a bid at your job, not on your house. Yeah, no. Cause, the house, okay, yeah. cause last week you right. said you were trying to still, sell. still looking into that. Well, I mean, we're not trying okay. to sell them. We're still looking into possibly purchasing some land. Yep. Gotcha. Some gotcha. Land get away from all you people. All you wins. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's get into the news now. All right. <laughs> Right. This is uh, each week we cover the hottest news topics, and we call it the mother-loving news. Maybe we don't. Still getting used to this new system, T-Mac. 
It happens. Even Babe Ruth struck, strikes out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did. All right. Ready? <laughs> what are you paying for then? Uh, TNA. TNA Financial Woes continuous. Company President Billy Corgan's spokesperson said majority owner Dixie Carter has withheld financial information from Corgan that he should have known, which is part of the reason Corgan filed a lawsuit against the company last week. A report surfaced this week showing the state of Tennessee filed a tax lien against TNA last month, which could ultimately end in the state seizing TNA property if the lien is not paid off in a timely manner. American Express Travel Related Services Company has also filed a lawsuit against TNA for unpaid bills claiming TNA owes them more than $269,000 in travel related expenses charged to the company's American Express corporate account. American Express wants the unpaid charges plus all court costs paid. Audience of One Productions has also filed a lawsuit claiming more than $233,000 in unpaid production services after producing. PW Insider reports that the theme music for Mike Bennett and DJ Z both had to be pulled and replaced for the most recent tapings due to a licensing issue, specifically insufficient payment for the licenses. Dave Meltzer reports the company performers are ready to declare a breach of contract if they don't receive pay this period. Timely payments have also been an ongoing issue for TNA for several months. The Wrestling Observer reports that Anthem and MMC Acquisitions, the parent company of the Fight Network, is also owed money from TNA after they financed the recent Bound for Glory and Impact tapings. TNA reportedly owes nearly $3.5 million in unpaid services in total. You know what it seems like to me is everyone said how uh, great of a person Dixie Carter was and, you know, she's really nice, doesn't really understand the business, but she's a good person, right? Yes. And that could be the case, but that also could be the case because she never went through adversity. And so you're always nice if you're never pushed to your limit, right? Right. And it feels like right now she's pushed to her limit. So what she's doing instead of uh, owning up to what she did and having integrity, she's cowering away and hiding in the corner. And then, you know, like it's like uh, – so I grew up in a poor neighborhood, right? Yeah. And uh, and some people when uh, their car payments were a couple months late – uh, the tow service would come in to repossess your car. Well, what what we would do is we would signal each other off, say, hey, you know, tow truck I heard's coming. Guy jumps in his car. He goes, you know, to the next town over or to his grandma's house or whatever it is, hides the car there, right? It seems like that's what she's doing in this case where she's like, you know, uh, she, she's shaking your hand with her right hand and then trying to get your money in your back pocket with her left. And it just seems like that time has ran out. And now everyone, even American Express, is saying, you know what? We want our money. Their talent is ready to back out. So, and that's been the thing is, and, and I think she hid some of this like tax lien stuff and some other things that she knew about from Corgan. And that's why he's suing because he wouldn't have walked into trying to purchase this mess because even the purchaser can then, the state can then go after them for the tax lien. And mm-hmm. it's like there's. The talk is now they may file bankruptcy, and there's two ways to do that. One would allow them to continue operating afterwards. The other would be done. Yeah, you got to be done. So, and Corgan has a hell of a right to sue at that point if he was kept in the dark from that. Definitely. I just think, you know, I don't understand why Corgan at this point still wants to be a part of TNA. Maybe that's what the lawsuit means is that he's officially like, you know, parting ways with the company. He went, but what you would, oh, I get it. Yeah. What you would do then is just take those meetings with the contacts of people who have television, pop TV, you know, apparently the fight network, people like that. You take those meetings, you establish those relationships, and then you say, hey, man, once this dumpster fires, you know, burnt through and uh, fizzled out, I'm going to start my own thing. You want to give my company a chance? Sure. And then you just start your own thing. Don't even worry about buying TNA at this point anymore. Well, and I, I doubt he is. I, I bet now he's just trying to position himself to be, you know what I mean, not tied up in, in the shitstorm that's headed their way. Yeah, it sounds like she was – they said she kept making a mess of the sale because she was trying to – look good out of it you know not look bad well because she's never yeah because she's a rich kid who's never went through adversity so she cares more about other people's opinion than actually doing the right thing and what's is anybody not under the impression that uh i mean daddy's bailed her out before it's 3.5 million dollars dad's daddy's a billionaire you know i mean like i i imagine she's gonna come out okay at the end of this yeah, well, we will see, but who knows as of right now. Uh, but for the time being, 
TNA, I'm almost done with the news of them. You know what I mean? Like this is this should be their last hurrah on our, on our show. Yeah, it's only fun now because it's a train wreck, right? Right. We should we should make a proclamation that until they are actually out of business or they sell. No more TNA. I just if it's a newsworthy item, if it's something you know like this was like, oh shit, yeah. Should we do that though? No more TNA until they sell. No, we don't decide the news. We report the news. We decide the news. <laughs> do whatever. You want. Sounds like a completely healthy relationship to me. Oh God, Paige and Del Rio. Paige proposed to Alberto Rodriguez, formerly known as Alberto Del Rio, this week in the ring following his match at a Puerto Rico event. With Rodriguez apparently saying yes as the couple embraced and celebrated after the proposal. Paige's father posted online that he is adamantly against his daughter marrying that man, as he put it. Paige said in an online video following the proposal that she feels Rodriguez was surprised by the proposal and that it made sense to do it in the ring since they are a wrestling family couple. The lawyer representing Rodriguez's current wife in their divorce proceedings told Pro Wrestling Sheet that the divorce is far from over and that Paige should pay special attention to how Rodriguez is treating his current wife and family during his divorce as history repeats. It was also noticed that Paige was removed from the Raw opening theme video replaced with TJ Perkins. Well, because he's a bigger star than she is as of right now today. True, but well, – and they're positioning themselves. They would have fired her if she, if she wasn't having neck surgery, which I think she had today. Yeah, she had that today. She would have been um, fired already. Like, this would have been did, done. Yeah. Did you see the video after she proposed as they were walking backstage? No. He mimicked choking her. Like, ah, oh, you. And, like, put his hand around her, th- her throat and was like, ah, oh, you. I should wring your neck. And I'm just like, really? Or that maybe guy? he's like, this is what I'm going to do to you tonight. <laughs> And I can, you know what? And rumor has it, rumor has it, I'm now starting to get connected with some wrestling circles around the Midwest and other regions of the country. It sounds like, it sounds like from what I'm hearing, again, this is speculation, but what I've been hearing is that uh, they're really heavy into meth. And that's actually when he got stabbed, why he didn't press charges is because it was a drug deal that went wrong. Had to be. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because he was very shady about that. Right. And so she was there. This is, again, speculation, all rumors. I'm not saying any of this is fact. So quote me on that part. These are not facts, just speculation that I think you guys should hear because it's news. Because we don't Uh, decide the news. We just report it. No, because this is what I want to report. So maybe that's why her dad knows what they're doing, and that's why he disapproves. That's why there's no charges filed when – he got stabbed. Dad and knows then, it's hey, Dad knows it's true, even if it's not true. You know what I mean? And cr- and crackheads do crazy things on the spur of the moment, like propose in the ring. Yes, they do, and fall in love with weirdos. All right, yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, man, I forgot a headline for this one. Matt Seidel, formerly known as Evan Bourne in WWE, was convicted this week for a cannabis possession arrest in a Japanese airport last month. Seidel's punishment has not been announced. However, it is said that Japan's strict drug laws will likely cost Seidel his Japanese wrestling career. He's been in jail for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he told him he had some troubles at the border and missed some events, and then, yeah, this surfaced after that, yeah. He's been in jail, in a Japanese jail, for three weeks as American, that's scary as shit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Good luck, Seidel. He'll come back, Ring of Honor, and be fine. Yeah, he can go to that other promotion. His Not brother signed to it. Yeah, that's true. Hey, maybe that happens. You have two sets of brother tag teams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the hips don't lie. Shakira. PW Insider claims a confirmation of the rumors that the Undertaker had surgery surgery, excuse me, recently as Undertaker was seen in public photos this past week using crutches. PW Insider says the Undertaker had surgery for hip problems, but no other information is available at this time. Well, he's old. Yeah, but uh, goddamn, he's going to wrestle again, isn't he? They're talking about turning Cena heel on him at WrestleMania. Well, they already missed that boat. Or leading up to I know they already missed that boat, but that doesn't mean they won't do it. Yeah, they're still dabbing, so anything's possible in WWE. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's not shocking or surprising. He's old and he's wrestled for so long, so he's even older than his actual age. And his body's deteriorating and decaying as we speak. So, of course, he needs new hips. And next, he'll be knees and then ankles and then shoulders and back. I mean, you know, all this will be replaced eventually. And it'll all be on WWE Dime. So, good for him. Right. Good for you for breaking down. All right. Well, I mean, really, the the, the downside of breaking down as you get older is the cost that goes along with repairing your body. But if someone else is going to pay for it, then fucking great. Have a new hip. Have a new knee. It's I mean, it's what will help you live longer and better. So good. Undertaker. I guess it's not a terrible. Yeah, it's yeah, I can I can deal with that, I guess. All right. Let's take a break. You ready for that? Am I? Yeah. Are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, got a, you got a fun fact dialed up ready for us? I got it ready. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and do some Tweet the Table. If you don't know what that is, stick around to find out. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? The inventor of the television would not let his own children watch TV. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. This is Dr. Tom Pritchard. You're listening to the numero uno podcast in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish Announce Table. Tweet the table. Spanish announce table. This is a it's a fun part of the show, right? Sure. <laughs> no, it is. It's fine. Yeah. No, this is fun. This is where you get to tell us what to talk about by using your Twitter machine, using the hashtag hashtag tweet the table and telling us uh, what you think about wrestling in any given moment. And we're gonna read the best of them right here, right here, right now, right here, right now. Uh, we'll start with Raw, right? Sounds a good place to start. That's what most people. There wasn't a pay per view, so yes. Right. At B double D chimes in and or B double D says not only is Jericho awesome at reinventing himself, but he's simultaneously helping KO get over as a heel. Hashtag tweet the table at Katie first lady says hashtag you just made the list. Can we just make that a shirt already? Hashtag tweet the table at the Ice Man forever says Seth Rollins called Jericho Sparkle Crotch. That's awesome. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Iceman approved. And Theo75 says, is Chris Jericho teasing a face turn with that backstage promo on Kevin Owens? Hashtag tweet the table. It was in the ring, wasn't it, when he did the... No, it goes backstage. He goes, why didn't you... You know, I told you to stay in the back. He goes, I came out to help you. He's like, well, you just acted like a stupid... Yeah, yeah. And he stopped himself. Well, I liked uh, the part when he was in the ring, though, and he, like, pulled him aside. He's like, look, man, I get it, right? I understand what you... Like, you know what I mean? You've been a, you're have been a champion. Mm-hmm. I've been a champion six times. Like, we, it, we get it, right? Like right. I understand you're you know you're you're trying to back up. Like yeah, it seems like if anything, we thought Owens would get a uh, you know what I mean. Well, you know, with him then saying the whole stopping himself before he said "stupid idiot," that could mean he could go heal. I don't know. Should be fascinating who they pick. Uh, the sparkle crotch, though, is it? Do they have a writer assigned to like you know what chant we want now? Sparkle crotch. Like, well, yeah, I'm sure they've told them to try to come up with funny things that people will chant. I'm sure they do. That. The worst one was when Dean Ambrose tried to get people to chant uh, Justin Bieber at Seth Rollins. Yes, that was terrible. It, just because they have long hair, or at the time they did, I don't get that. And they're white. Like it didn't even make sense. Yeah, they did nothing yeah. alike those two. Anyway, we'll move on. At Chris Mercado, thirty-two says, "I guess Mark Henry's in a match." I thought he was looking for catering and went the wrong way. Hashtag tweet the table. You know, here's my. I just don't understand because we say that Raw drags on for three hours, which it feels like it does, right? Yep. But then we also say. Well, they don't have enough time to get everyone on, right? A Sami Zayn's getting lost in the shuffle. A Neville's getting lost in the shuffle. But then you put the Golden Truth and Mark Henry? Like, what are you guys writing? I don't get it. It's just, I don't understand. Like, use your time wisely. Mark Henry, you're on main event or superstars, whatever the Raw show is. And then the real guys are on Raw. You know what I mean? I just don't understand that. I... 
Do you understand what I'm saying? If a three-hour show is so long and we need everything we can to book it, well, then don't waste our time with something that makes me change the channel or fast-forward now with DVR with Mark Henry and the Golden Truth. Yeah. And can we fire our truth for God's sakes? What, what is the what, – and I just – I don't understand like – what does I, he do? He must do the house shows. It must be like he's working every damn house show, and they're cool. It with has that. to be. It, it has yeah. to be. And then so once in a while they got to throw him out so that merch sales don't drop off. People remember who he is. Well, and it seems like he is very well respected and liked backstage. I'm sure of it. And, yeah. and that's great. But guess who doesn't tune in to Raw backstage or the talent? I do. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> At B underscore double underscore D. So we're all supposed to supposed. So we're all supposed to just ignore that Dana gets fatter every week, but still comes out flexing. Okay. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Chris Mercado 32 says Dana Brooke is so bad at life. Hashtag tweet the table. She's not good. And I understand that she served a role because at the time Tamina was out. Uh, who else was out? Um, oh, that Emma got hurt, all that stuff. But you have to figure out a way where it's a loser leaves town, Bailey versus Dana, and Dana loses and goes back to NXT. And uh, yeah, because she definitely needs at least NXT. But I feel like yeah. she's not even NXT good. I feel like she needs to go back to the performance center. I will give her this: her promos as like a smartass, whiny, I'm better than you, and physically imposing thing works for me. Like the patting on the head, I like. And even some of her backstage antics when she's away from Charlotte is pretty good. But man, her matches suck. Her just she has no <coughs> she has no rhythm. She can't even do the Ric Flair strike. Yeah, no, she sucks. And she missed the ropes and didn't know what to do. What was that guy who, like, I feel like that guy, that clip I sent you when he's talking about the Raiders. Like, she sucks. Everything about her sucks. She fuck sucks. Uh, <laughs> like, just. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were talking about the, uh, the guy who was talking about her or his ex-girlfriend's new guy. And he's like, his clothes, whack. His shoes, whack. Me, I'm tight as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's uh, the other guy who did the, uh, he was like, you think you can mess with another guy's girlfriend? He's like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Like, all these things, all these taught me how to kill with precision. Like, just, <laughs> nerds. Uh, uh, where's that sound bite now? Went back to the old soundboard because we don't have the, what do we call that place again? Are you picking that up when I cough? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to literally throw the microphone like as far away from my mouth as possible. <laughs> right, let's just move on. At Heavy Set 330. Hey, Heavy. Says, so a guy who has the state of Pennsylvania tattooed on his chest is from Colorado? Yeah, sure. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D. Right, is this the same about the same topic? It's all about the same. Yep. Okay. 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 Step one, get hyped when Zane steps up to Braun. Step two. Get depressed when you realize he's just going to get jobbed out. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, hey, the dude with the afro is my weed guy. Hashtag mile high trio. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo 75 says, is Braun Strowman tossing Colin Kaepernick out of the ring? Hashtag tweet the table. Okay, two things. One, did I not call that it's going to be Sami Zayn three weeks ago? Uh, yep, you did. I did. That sucks. I hate that. And two, that was Tyler Stinson, the guy – in the Hypnotic shorts, which Hypnotic is a great MMA brand. If you are looking for any MMA gear, go to Hypnotic.com. My friend Chad Kopenbarger will hook you up. Uh, but Tyler Stinson, who wrestled at Metro Pro the week before, I've been following his career. Yeah, following his career uh, in professional fighting and pro wrestling since it basically started. Uh, you want to see some great knockouts. YouTube, Tyler Stinson, Strike Force. He has a 10-second knockout that – God damn. And then the other one is he knocked out Leo Pisania and Bellator in Kansas City, broke the guy's jaw. Braun Strowman would get his ass kicked if Tyler Stinson and him really fought. Tyler Stinson's the shit. And he's starting his pro wrestling career. We've had him on the show before. He's based in Denver. He's from Kansas City. That's how I knew him. Moved out to Denver. Great guy. Got a head on tight. He's ready to go. He's awesome. Tyler Stinson, a name you will never forget. Oh, I like that. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table, face Seth Rollins is CM Punk, complete with gum and all. No. 
No, Seth Rollins is so afraid to push that boundary. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, Punk was definitely had more edge. Punk was uh had way more bitterness in his character than Seth. Mm-hmm. Well, because Seth isn't bitter about anything. He, he knows he's awesome. Seeing Punk spend his whole life trying to prove to himself that he is. At B underscore double underscore. Hot take. Wrong about that, right? I'm wrong about that? Hot take. No, I just saying hot take. Yeah. B, B underscore double underscore. I admit, I complained about it. But damn it. Goldberg still doesn't have a presence. Gave me chills. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker said, have to admit, Goldberg looks good. We'll see how he handles Lesnar. Hashtag tweet the table. At the Iceman forever says, I'm not going to lie. I got a little excited to see Goldberg come back. Let's hope this thing with Lesnar lives up to the hype. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says, I totally forgot Goldberg won the WWE World Heavyweight title. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I thought Goldberg's dad looked great on Monday night. Yeah, Goldberg's dad. I feel like I've seen that guy that was on my TV last night at several Monday night. Well, no, yeah. What did I say? Last night. Last night was SmackDown. So Monday night uh, at any dive bar where there's darts in a pool table, and you know, like some they've got like some old country music playing or something. Like if you've ever walked into a place like that, you've seen that guy. Oh, he's affliction he's leather the- jacket on. Yeah, he's the fourth guy in the Sons of Anarchy extras that are on the episodes. Yeah, every time. And side note, okay, first off. Yeah, he's also me, the guy who who just got done. Uh, they just got done building uh, a Walgreens, right? And they're in town, and they're stopping to uh, they're stopping in to get a couple brew dogs. They got to leave tomorrow for Omaha, where they're going to work on a on a you know Lubies or something. <laughs> no, he's the guy that owns the body shop that Gallows and Anderson work yes. at. Yes, <laughs> that's right. He is the owner, and they're the guys that work for him. And they have like a TLC show. <laughs> uh, they have a they have a, a, a pimp my ride motorcycle edition. <laughs> yeah. Hit my bike or something like that. Here, this is what I'll say about Goldberg. Okay. The the entrance was amazing. I love Sami Zayn doing the head nod, the New Day getting cartoonish with their response when he walked by, the whole backstage clapping and excited to see him back. It was great. His promo, like you said, was his best of his career. Now, does he have another one? I can't ever remember it, but it was good. It was good. It was good. And this is why I'm saying overall, okay, because those two things knocked out of the park. Those were home runs, right? He actually could talk, and the presence is a million percent there. And he didn't fall down when he did his front kick. Remember, he did that before. Yes. Here's where I'm on, like, he struck out. So he hit a couple home runs, and then he struck out. Yeah. One, okay, so stay with me here. Your peak at your career was 1998. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you love this because of kids. Fun fact, they've never seen you wrestle. Yeah, kids don't know who you are. Kids don't know who you are. So, just, so and then two, you said you, you want to be a superhero. So you're fighting Brock Lesnar because you're doing it for kids who don't know who you are? Yeah. Is that the logic? Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. And then three, uh, Goldberg, are you Catholic? Because you're acting like a priest grabbing all those little boys. What the hell were you doing? He was with like, that? and the one didn't want to go sit on his shoulders. Like he drugged yeah. the one out of the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, so weird. Like the dad filed a report. <laughs> like, yeah, so because if you watch back, watch back that uh, that entrance. The guys that are our age, right, the late twenties, early thirties, that range, they were going nuts. They were hyped. The little kids were wearing New Day shirts and asking where Cena was. So it doesn't matter. The biggest disappointment of it all is that nobody fucking chanted Ryback. Yeah. Well, and I was wrong. Last week I thought they were in Toronto, and maybe it's this week, but they're in Denver. I thought Denver, side note, I thought Denver was a great crowd. I thought they reacted to everything that they should have. They didn't didn't act like assholes when the cruiserweights came out. Yeah, they helped out Goldberg's segment too a lot because they were way behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So Denver, Denver, you guys were great. And Tyler Stinson was on there. Uh, again, Tyler Stinson was, because there's three of them, Tyler Stinson was the clean-shaven one for those. He wasn't 
Colin Kaepernick, and he wasn't the other guy. He was the clean-shaven one. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> that guy looked like a homeless dude they drug off the street. And Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. I can't wait until this boring feud between Roman and Rusev is over so that Roman can go on to bigger and better things. And at B underscore double underscore D responded to Hallmark saying, sorry, I think you spelled Rusev wrong. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this feud? I, I, it's WWE has been bad about this for years about dragging some feuds on way too long. And it's particularly the ones that nobody ever cared about in the first place. I will give root or excuse me. I will give Roman reigns this. He always perform performs well. It's never at a below C average with his performances in these long drawn out feuds. Right? So the one with Bray Wyatt carried on a little bit too, too long, right? But he did great throughout the whole thing. This thing with Rusev is a little bit too long, but he's not striking out. You know what I mean? He's going in there, and he's at least a C. So I will give him that he goes out there, and he's at least able to perform at a capable you know, mid-card rate. And that's all he can do because they're the ones that are telling him to feud with whoever it is. We can say till we're blue in the face that he should be doing this and he should be doing that, but – at the end of the day, they tell him who he's going to wrestle, and so he does what he can. I'm not, I'm not a total Roman basher. I just think he's Lex Luger. I just think he's there. You know what I mean? I've never been. Yeah, and I'm not a basher, but I'm just like, because he's the Lex Luger and he's just there, it's hard for whoever he's working with to have a meaningful storyline because he doesn't provide you anything that's of worth. Now, part of that's the writing, but. I mean, like, there's just no, like, when he's making the stupid jokes or when he's trying to act like the coolest guy in the room instead of just being the coolest guy in the room, uh, mm-hmm. there's just nothing to latch on to. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. kind of like, meh. Yeah. He, he, he's, ju- he's always a guy that it's like, okay. And then I just, there's no, there's no emotional connection. Well, and I don't know Roman Reigns, obviously, uh, and I haven't really hung out with Roman Reigns, uh, but I got to assume he probably is the coolest guy in the room in a lot of rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just there's a disconnect for him actually coming out and portraying that. Yeah, there's just some there's just something like I said, Kata, you're going to kill us, but it's I don't hate him, but I don't like him either. It's just a filler. But and it's kind of stalling Rusev because nobody cares about this yeah. feud. Right. Nobody at Hallmark of Swede chimes in, says hashtag tweet the table. He says, I'm sorry, but Sasha Banks is just not pretty at W.I.R. Kata says, Charlotte is on a whole nother level compared to Sasha Banks. She talks, works, looks, dresses, walks, and acts like a champ. Hashtag tweet the table. And Kata also said, Sasha has been around for a few years now, and I still don't know why she's the boss. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, why was Bret Hart the hitman? That's just one of the weird things about calling yourself whatever you want. Yeah. Sasha is getting better. What am I captaining? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Well, this show. Well, but- I mean, you know, it's just like, oh. Yeah. Um, Sasha's getting better, I think. I think she's starting to become a little bit more comfortable with the 15,000 instead of the 200 in NXT. Well, but, but the promos are still just so recited. So, but Charlotte is killing it. Charlotte is the best women's wrestler on either brand. And in, in, in a long time, even. like Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... I will say that and with Sasha's looks, I know we did the pussy leg, leg, pussy leg, leg, and all that stuff, and she's got the body of a 12-year-old and her nose and all that stuff. Uh, she does but, have the body of a 12-year-old. She does. That's true. That's not a lie. She has the body of a 12-year-old. Yeah, that's true. But I will say this. She's not ugly at all. She is She is pretty. She's like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's like... Yeah, she's it, not ugly. I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, if she was a coworker, you go. That's a pretty coworker, but you wouldn't hit on her. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm married. And W. Yeah. Arcata says half of these competitors in the cruiserweight six man tag I just saw earlier during the Evolve '68 show. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, yeah, they're friendly with Evolve now. Yeah, what does that mean? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and Hulk of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. Whispering, right? right. Guys. Yeah, I think New Day may be referencing the Mary Jane. At double eight underscore WIR says, with WWE being in Colorado, I wonder if any of the superstars are going to fail a wellness policy coming up. Hashtag tweet the table. At Mr. Fourth Row says, in response to double A, says, uh, yeah, 
The New Day. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Mr. Fourth Row. Is that new? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. He's been on before. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Stay, stick around. Yeah, stick around, please. Here's a question. Please? Please, we need you. Here's a question. If you smoke weed in a state that allows it, uh-huh. can you fel- fail a wellness policy? Yes, because I'm sure it's part of the wellness policy that they're not supposed to be doing it, regardless of you know whether it's legal in the state or not. So even if it's legal, they can't do it. Fascinating. Yeah, they probably can't have it in their system. Now, you know, they couldn't get arrested there, obviously, and things like that. But we'll move on to SmackDown. Only a few topics from SmackDown. At Katie First. Lady. Says James Ellsworth has to be the most over jobber in WWE history. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't know about history, but in recent memory, for damn sure. Since since the days of the brawler and, and uh, or the Iron Mike, you know, like... I would say he's the most – well, because remember Santino was somewhat of the jobber. Remember Lashley helped him beat Umaga yeah. and he was just kind of doing this like I'm every man kind of thing? Yeah. But yeah, and he played that role, but he wasn't necessarily what I would call a jobber. Right. right? Yeah, I would say Ellsworth probably is then. I mean, it's certainly uh, the most over uh, like now across the industry and since huh, – the only one I could think is maybe Brawler, you know, because he could still go places and, and draw some people now. Yeah, that's bro- Yeah, you're right. right? I'd say so. But and now if Ellsworth is gone in a week, do we remember it? You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard to say. If we do. Right. Yeah. If, if he if that was his last match and then next year we say, hey, do you remember? Do we remember? Yeah. You know right. I mean? Yeah. We won't remember his name at that point. We'll remember, like, be like, oh, that no chin guy. Uh, who had the funny thing with uh, with Styles? That is incredible that we're the same age, me and him, and he looks like a sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, I look better than he does, and I don't look good. I look like an unmade bed. Uh, at Pierre de Moose says, "Oh God, says, why the fuck does Kurt Hawkins sound exactly like Captain Awesome?" Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't. I didn't notice. True fact. True fact. Well, then he would be awesome. At Katie first. I heard they're gonna drop that character. Good. Already, like they Good. hate. Yeah, it. it sucks. Well, you know why? Because it's like a it's a cross between Matt Hardy and his facts, and then Eva Marie and not wrestling. Well, yeah, well, and and, Eva Marie and, did that better. And the thing is, you can't use that with any. What are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna do with that? Nothing. You're gonna come out and make the same lame jokes, and that'll be old in two weeks. And it's not gonna help you build a feud. It's not gonna give you like a character wrinkle that people can use to. To you know, to goad you into something like it's just a thing. It's just something you go out and say. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear you say shit. <laughs> like you're Kurt well, fucking Hawkins. The, the, the fun thing is the, the one thing that I liked. I even liked it when Matt Hardy did it. Is the facts on the side, right? Matt yes. Hardy doesn't like mustard, right. Stuff like that. That's great. That's fun. Yeah, if that's a thing he does, but it can't be your sole purpose, right? But when he says, uh, "There's nothing to fear but fear itself." And Kurt Hawkins. That no one cares. That's stupid. Yeah, and nobody fears Kurt Hawkins. I don't fear Kurt Hawkins. Right. I don't and I fear Kurt a lot Hawkins. of shit. Right. You know at, what I mean? At Lady Undertaker. Ziggler spray tans Zack Ryder's back. Talk about bromance. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, you gotta help out when you can. Hmm. At Lady Undertaker says uh, Would you would you spray tan my back? Uh, uh, depends on what, what we're talking about. Like what for? A match. Let's say I'm doing a match. Spray tan. Yeah. Uh, My back. Can you leave your shirt on? (laughs) Lady Undertaker. What a friend. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did the Wyatt family kidnap Kane again? Guess they didn't. Or guess they forgot it didn't work last time. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that opening segment with the casket, which is alluding to maybe a casket match. Yep. And then the cane. It felt like an old school, like early 90s Undertaker yeah, segment. Did. And it I did. loved it. It was yeah, great. Like it. All right. We'll move on to over the top. These are the uncategorized uh, final tweet the tables at B underscore double underscore. D. When Paige and Alberto break up, and they will. It is going to be nuts. They're both outside of their minds. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, this is going to be. Uh, this is going to be like, uh, who knows, man? It could it could get real interesting with these two. 
or they could stay together forever. Sometimes crackheads love each other. That's and true. So, they could become the hardy sky type of, you know. Right. Yeah. And so I'm not anyone to judge anyone's relationship because I've had some stupid ones in my past. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. good for them. If, if Hey, if they're, if they're happy and not legitimately trying to kill themselves by ODing on drugs. Which, which they are. Which is a rumor. And that's a rumor. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if they're happy – let them be happy. Good uh, for them. Yeah. All right. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Can you have 50-50 booking in a triple threat match? Hashtag Steiner math. You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at small Joe and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. Steiner. But I'm a genetic freak. Well, yes, you can because you know what the 50-50 booking was? Yeah. Both Dean Ambrose and John Cena had one submission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's the 50-50. <laughs> right. At the ultimate one. says So is Liv Morgan and Billy Kay the NXT Mean Girls? Hashtag tweet the table. Liv Morgan. <laughs> T-Mag had a little shimmy there and a smile. Shimmy and a smile. Final one. At AA underscore WIR. For some reason, I thought Hell in a Cell was coming this weekend. Is it bad that I'm thankful for a week off? Hashtag tweet the table. No, I felt like they were doing too many special events, but they needed to with the brand split, I guess, you know, to kind of pop I think it up. eventually they're, they're starting to do things enough to where it feels different than the other brand that I think in three to six month time, if they can commit to what they're doing, it's going to start to feel like WCW, WWE pay-per-views. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, there'll be two separate, yeah. Yeah, because they were doing two a yep. month, too. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. one was WCW, one was WWE. Yep. Yep. And we all cared we loved like it. that. Fucking right. Loved so, it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I, th- right. I think eventually they're going to uh, they're gonna get to that point where then we don't feel like it's another WWE. It's going to be like, oh, the Raw one. Oh, the Smack- SmackDown one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can get with that. All right. Well, let's take a break. Come back and answer some listener emails. Plural. We actually have more than one this week. Thanks. Thanks. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, when, you, when you're hearing ringing inside your ears, it's your brain trying to repair itself, and it's failing. TradingTopicsNetwork.com. This is the Iceman, and you are listening to the best podcast in the land, the Spanish Announce Table. Latino Heat. Chica, ¿tú quieres probar a un Latino man? Back on the Spanish Announce Table for some emails. Ready to do deport the emails? Them. Do them. Board them? No, deport them. Oh, deport them. Who? The Latinos and their heat. All right, Trump. Uh, that was weird. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the emails. If you want to email the show, just do it. You right over there? Yeah, I'm good. You sure? Yep. Totally good. 100% good. Everything is great. Nothing is wrong. Everything is amazing. Doesn't look like you believe that to be true. <laughs> We're going to find out. Something happened over there, man? You look like you're... All right. Let's just move on. The emails, you just do it. Tableshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can send your PayPal donations. We need some of that. Need a dollar. Do it. Make Please. your holler. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I... You know. Sometimes I need a dollar, man. All right, let's just <laughs> uh, kick these off how we always do with Katie the first. Lady. That's how we always do it now, apparently. Aw, Kata. Kata. R.I.P. Got a At shirt. At least in the email segment. Got a shirt and ain't never seen him again. <laughs> yeah, he does tweet the table. That's true. Well, Katie the first. Lady. Says. Oh. Gotta have the volume up. She says. Well. Sup, guys. 
Let's talk about what everyone is talking about. James Ellsworth. This had a championship match on SmackDown, and damn near he almost won. Has his own shirt, and possibly the most overjobber in WWE history. Where do we see this guy going next? Oh, and Goldberg returned Monday to what I thought was a pretty decent reaction from Denver. Do you think that was just a one-time thing, or will it get better leading up to his match with Lesnar? Oh, and please let Sasha and Charlotte main event Hell in the Cell. They have uh, them on the poster. They're in Boston. The story writes itself. I'm done. Talk to you guys next week. Later. Katie, the first. Lady. Uh, James Ellsworth, where does he go from here? It, you're in charge of the writing. Vince McMahon comes down and says, I love this James Ellsworth guy, uh, but the Styles thing has run its course. What's next? Okay. Uh, so we're we're moving him away from Styles. Yep. Point my All finger right. at you. I'll say, you, T-Mac. Okay. T-Mac. Right, here's, you, this is what I do. You write this or you're fired. This is what I do. Yeah. I have okay. I could do one of two things. What what should I do? Let me let me try to decide. Well, do you want you want longevity or do you just want the next? What's next? Feud? What's next? What do you think? What do you want? Give me something. Are we are we signing this guy long term or are we just trying to get his contract for the next six months out of here? No, I gotta know. Yeah, okay. We want this guy is uh, he's getting over. He's mm-hmm. selling some merch. Okay, but we, it's obviously because of his character and how he is, right? So we want to maintain. James Ellsworth as the jobber dude, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean, or or that the way he is now, right? Then but, I make him. But what's next? Yeah. Well, then I make him through uh, a DNA test the cousin of Heath Slater, <laughs> yes. and then those two are d- having kids, and they got to support their kids. Yes. So you, you separate Heath Slater and Rhino with the Rhino turns on Heath Slater. Heath Slater's down on his luck, runs into Ellsworth. Ellsworth and him become friends one week on a smackdown like the first segment backstage uh ellsworth goes you know you got all these kids one of them kind of look like me so i ran some tests because i pulled your hair at, at our last match guess what we related we cousins <laughs> and then there you go we yeah, got kids yeah. and then there you go kids. with their trailer trash just gimmick the whole nine i love it or man. or okay so that's what i would do long term this is what i would do short term so next week, gets interviewed by Renee Young. You know, uh, James Ellsworth, you're the inspiration. That super kick had America on a, on the edge of their seat. We thought you'd be the next champion. What's next? Before he even answers, Baron Corbin comes back and just boom and just mm. blasts him. And Baron Corbin beats the holy shit almost to the level of what Brock Lesnar did to Zach Gowan. Remember that? Yeah. And you just have him beat James Ellsworth up and and then you make James Ellsworth Mickey or uh, not Mickey Mikey Whiprack and to where he never has one offensive move in the entire match. You have a series of five matches. Ellsworth wins three of them. He never gets one offensive move except for a schoolboy, and he beats Corbin every time with a schoolboy after just taking a hellacious ass whiskey. Yep. Yeah, I like that. That's. <laughs> It's fun. Right, both of those uh, are fun. And, uh, but he's not going to get the slope chin music in or nothing like that. <laughs> slope chin. Okay. Music. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give him. Yeah. We'll give him the no chin music, yeah. and then we'll give him uh, a, a schoolboy, and that's all it's, he gets. It's the inverted chin music. All right. Let's. Uh, Goldberg. Does his hype stay that, or was that because of the return, and it's going to die off, and he'll get to another town that's going to shit on him? Because so that's what I feel week, is going to happen. Yeah, so Nick, here's where here's where he's at a disadvantage and where I think he's going to start to get booed. Is next week he's not going to be on there, but Heyman and Lesnar will be. Right. And yeah, Heyman, so they'll trade him off, yeah. But Heyman's going to cut a promo that's the best thing since <sighs> yeah. you know, it's going to put him to shame. Right, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh damn, that was great." Yeah, you know what? Screw Goldberg. Fuck Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Kamish, watch your language. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I think then when he appears, he's not going to have any, he's not going to have enough firepower. And that moment really drove him. That's what made the promo great, is it mm-hmm. looked authentic. Yeah. The next time he does it, he's not going to have that same fire. Yeah. He's not going to feel the same way. It's just going to be right. a gig now. Yep. Yeah. And so, Paul Heyman's going to cut these amazing promos. Goldberg's going to have a cool one-liner, mm-hmm. but well, nothing else. And, and his mind, and Goldberg admits this, uh, his mind won't be focused on the product. He's going to be busy thinking about touching the kids. Mm-hmm. 
That's what Goldberg <laughs> wants to do is touch the kids. Touch the kids. Right? Who's next? Their Your lives. Next. Their lives. Yeah, yeah. He wants to touch their lives. Who's okay. next? Your son. Your son. Um, should Charlotte and Sasha main event Hell in the Cell? You know, get it over with, sure. It it feels like if they don't, we're going to hear about it from every internet True. door yeah, that's like, never. You should I'm not. I don't hate it. It's like Goldberg. It's yeah. like Goldberg. I don't hate it. I don't like it. Just sure. Just yeah. Don't hate it or don't it, like it. Of the three of the three feuds, it makes the most sense to be the main event in Hell in the Cell. I'll say that. I, I agree with that. I will agree with that. All right, let's move on. Katie, the first lady. Thanks for sending the email like everyone else should. Table show at gmail.com. Final email of the night. Theo. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Well. Yeah, pretty good. So it turns out that we are getting Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Dose. For, uh, oh, I am not happy about it. And I feel as we, the fans, are getting punished by the WWE for all those CM Punk chants during Raw and SmackDown and special events. What do you guys think? Will this match bomb like the last time? And can it only be saved by Stone Cold Steve Austin giving both of them the Stone Cold Stunner? I also wanted to explain how Sheamus broke my plasma TV. (laughs) See, Sheamus is so white. When they shine the spotlight on him and it made his skin supernova white that it blew out the display board on my plasma TV. So I had to get a new flat screen to keep watching WWE. Keep up the great work. Hey, Captain, since new shirts are being made and sent out, may I get the old ones? T-Mac, keep up the weight loss, even though you are fatter than Natty. Thanks for reading my email sent by Smoke Signals on a windy day. Theo, 75. <laughs> that's a great P.S. Uh, that's a great email don't censor on pgbl or i will go flip over election tables on election day you failed coat hanger abortions yeah that was great until that last word haven't you been gotta... able to uh have not been able to censor an on pgbl email because we have not received uh, any, any GBL GBLs. emails yeah Yep. Miss miss you on the show, yeah. GBL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Theo, what do you think? What do you think here? Well, let's see. What I think he's a great guy. I like that he always contributes. Yeah, I like um, his, uh, but the, his uh, tables. The, the, the Lesnar, does this match oh, go over? I mean, do you think that. the match, are people going to like I, – I didn't feel like that either. Yeah. yeah what I'm doing no, for those who can can't see, see yeah. is I'm just shaking my head yeah. no. Right. I just – look – Goldberg's going to go in there to protect himself, even though they're friends, because Goldberg would go to all Lesnar's UFC fights and they take pictures backstage. So they're friends, right? Yep. Outside of that, Goldberg's going to go in there to protect his body. He saw what Randy Orton went through. He saw what John Cena went through. He saw what Undertaker went through. He doesn't want to do that. Nope. So he's going to be as conservative as possible. And Lesnar, I mean, in the last two years, only has three moves. Yeah. So Yeah, it's suplex. So, Suplex. Suplex. F5. <laughs> yeah, F5. It, yeah, I mean, that's it. And so, yeah. and a couple, like, shoulder tackles yeah. and a chest bump. Yeah, he has a, the five you know, moves shoulder block. Yeah, he's got a shoulder block, uh, a, sh- a shoulder into the gut in the corner, a suplex, and then an F5. Yeah. And some punches. Yeah, and all the suplexes are belly to back. Yep. I mean, they're all of them. That's all. Of it. Like, yeah. yeah, he really is like just doing the bare minimum, but he still yeah. looks like the biggest beast in the place. So, because well, he is, yeah. But uh, so, I think the match is going to be conservative. I think, I think they're going to have to do something, and this is where I wouldn't be shocked if Vince screws over Goldberg, and then we get one last match of Goldberg versus Shane or Vince or something at WrestleMania. Gross. There has to be there has to be some type of shenanigans for Goldberg to lose, yeah, for Goldberg to lose, but still look okay because his son will be the first time he's ever seen him wrestle in person, so he's not going to get cut and bloody like Orton. Yeah, I just don't want to see it at all. All right, let's uh, let's go into the three P's. T Mac, I need a little positivity and patience in my wrestling life this week, and you're <laughs> the man for the job because each week, T Mac. Tells us three things that either we should think are positive of the week of wrestling or we should be patient on and give it some time. T Mac, what is P1? 
Well, I think it's obvious, and let's just have fun. It's James Ellsworth. Yeah. How fun is this guy? That super kick, I, I marked out. Yeah. I legitimately thought he would be the champ and right. how bad of a move that would be, but how awesome it would be in that moment. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would have been a really bad idea. Right, but it was fun in that second. And you know who's even looking good in the feud is Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose is is doing comedy, but it's not the shticky stuff where we hate it. It, it makes a little bit of sense. It, it's funny in the context of what's going on. Uh, like he announced the T-shirt during the match. I love that. That was yeah. funny to me, you know. Yeah. And then the week before, when he was doing the cell phone. So, uh, P1 is James Ellsworth and everything that James Ellsworth is touching. And AJ Styles is looking great too as a heel. We're actually booing him. Yeah. Through James Ellsworth. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I was just thinking too, like uh, watching Styles do that, and because he's helping the Ellsworth case even too, you know. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking. I was like, man, AJ Styles is really firing on all cylinders, man. Like he's at the yeah. top of his game right now. Yeah. So everything that Ellsworth is touching Love right Ellsworth. now is a positive. So that's yeah. a positive one. He's so fun. Yeah, he's great. And you know, it's gonna phase out. We're oh, gonna get course. tired yeah. of it. But of for this week, let's be positive. It was fun. Yeah. P two, and it's a positive, but with a hint of patient. Okay. And it's Baron Corbin. They okay. keep doing these amazing little things, but I don't know if they're not ready or he's not his, ready his or talk something. His smack segments are the best. Just the indie hating, I'm better than you promos on Daniel Bryan. That's yeah. what he did last night. Yeah, what did he and, say? He's like, uh, you you only wrestled here for five years because you spent 20 wrestling for people who paid you in hot dogs and peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And he's right. And so, it's, like, it's so right. And so he's doing all these great things, and then he's, you know, he just got through running through Jack Swagger, which R.I.P. Jack Swagger, but I don't know where he goes next because he's not up upper, you know, main event, but he's not where he should be, but then the only person that's left is a Ziggler, but then Miz and Ziggler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's a hint of patient, but it's positive what they're doing with them. So that's the second positive. And then the third is a uh, third P is a is a patient okay. with a hint of positive. Oh, I like it. It's a little twist. Yeah. Right. So look, <laughs> you're proud Sasha, of yourself on that one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so Sasha and Charlotte are going to try their hardest to make the first women's Hell in the Cell match the best women's match of all time. And credit to them, they're going to do great, right? So that's the positive. And I talked about this last week, and I'll say it again. But hopefully they're listening or listening to another podcast who listens to us. But just, girls, don't kill yourself. I really keep seeing that that moonsault that Charlotte did uh, off the corner yeah, on Raw a couple weeks ago. Missed and damn near, yeah. Don't don't do that off the cage. Oh, she's gonna you know do what that I mean? Off the cage. They're gonna go as hard. It, I, these two women want it more than than you probably want anything in your life. And they're going to, and, and they're going to, yeah, yeah. So somebody's going to die. I yep. just, somebody's so going to get Owen hearted. No, yeah. I hope not. Yeah. Yep. You think they bleed? Yep. Right here. You think one of them bleeds? Yes. And, and even, even if it's not planned, I think one of them bleeds. Uh, Has there Charlotte, been blood? I bet you Charlotte blades because hey, look who she is. If yeah. anybody's in her ear about making it, making it look right, making it, feel, you know, it's going to be daddy. WWE, here's a trivia. Yeah. If you know it, tweet the table. Has there ever been a woman in WWE, not ECW, because I know ECW is a different animal in itself, that's ever intentionally bladed? I know that like Trish broke her nose and there was blood from that. Yeah, Mickey was, James was that ever and all a, that stuff. A big designed spot for somebody to bleed. Yeah, for a well, woman. and remember a few months ago when Roman Reigns took that blood packet from Byron Saxton on Raw. Maybe mm-hmm. they do something like that, but that's interesting. I wonder if they're going to do that. Anyhow, so those are my three P's. I liked it. Those are good three P's. All right, let's and t- you know yeah. what? Huh. Another thing I'll, I'll add. You know, one more thing I'll add to the end of the show huh. to get people to keep listening all the way through. Uh, this week I'll, I'll pick between Raw and SmackDown each week of who had the better show. I this like week. That. Smackdown. I agree with that. All right. T-Max pick of the week. Yeah. Or should you do that? I'll do the three Ps. You do the pick of the week. Uh, there you go. 
You just have to pick between the two shows. Yeah, that's easy enough. That's, that's a commitment I'm not ready to make. <laughs> yeah, maybe right, we'll talk well, about pick, that. Maybe one of us will do that. We'll, we'll, we'll coordinate that out. We are going to, however, leave for this week, and we'll come back for episode 170 next week. P-Mac and I had two separate different wrestling cups today. Yeah. Well, I have your cup, yeah. too. Yeah, and you have the same one I have there, too. Yep, You got two wrestling cups. Double fist in it. All right, let's let's leave on that, and we'll be back next week for episode 170 of the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And uh, blood can appear green underwater. Trainingtopicsnetwork.com. Uh-huh.